Uh, you mentioned the cool ship. We saw the cool ship. It was looking pretty cool today. Yeah, it's probably full of snow, full of snow today. <laughs> <laughs> so it, that's that holds what seven barrels? Yep. It doesn't look like it. It's yep. Deceiving. How many batches have you fermented with that cool ship? Uh, we've done three batches this year, and we did one batch last year. Last year was the first year that we did it, and the results of last year's beer were, were really incredible. We were really psyched on them, so we're we're confidently stepping forward and increasing our production. And uh, yeah, we squeeze squeeze three batches in. If we get another, you know, slightly warmer day over the next few weeks, we're going to do another one and then call it good for the season. And uh, we'll probably do a couple in the spring and then go hard next fall, early winter. What kind of research did you do when determining when is a good time to inoculate a beer in a cool ship in Maine? Um, you know, Allagash has certainly been a helpful resource to us. They've they've been very forthcoming with information. I mean, they're they're wonderful friends of ours and have been so supportive. I mean, you hear these you know stories like in maybe in Belgium of the big brewery supporting the little brewery next door, and, and they've certainly have uh, have been that to us and helped us out with lots of things along the way and been great about about info and sharing their experiences but also talking to belgian friends of mine that are in the the lambic business and uh they've been forthcoming with info and doing some reading not that there's you know a a ton of reading out there but it's you know i think it's very much doing it doing it your own way and trying it out and seeing how it works and we've worked with a couple sort of a bit of a temperature range and have had positive results within that but it's also a little, everything is fermented, but it's a little early to tell with this year's batch what the long-term game will be like. But with you know with last year's stuff being 14 months old at this point and tasting absolutely awesome, I've got great, great confidence that, you know, with our process, which is sort of a modified Oxbow version of the turbid lambic mash brewing process, you know, we've sort of altered that for our system and the traditional raw grain component we've also taken our own approach to that and we're using all local grains and not just raw wheat either we're incorporating some other fun ones in there we've got our our oxbow way of making our super work which you have to do if you're gonna make spontaneously fermented beer and uh yeah ours is it tastes different but it's been tasted by some of the most important people in the spontaneous fermentation world i mean you know jason perkins has tasted it and enjoyed it jean benoit was here which was a big deal for me and uh you know, he gave it a gave it a thumbs up, and everybody's everybody that's tried it has been been really psyched, and we're we're extremely proud of it. So, have any of the beers made with the cool ship been a hundred percent wild yeast, wild bacteria, or do you use a you know also use any cultured yeast? Or? No, not at all. No, wow. it's it's one hundred percent. And we we have we've done it with Oxbow barrels that have held our barrel beer, which has a whole host of you know different yeasts and bacteria in there. But we've taken the the proper steps to really clean them out super well. Of course, there's some things that are still in that wood, no doubt about it. Last year, the first batch that we did it, we also made a point to have a few carboys on hand. They were actually brand new carboys that we sanitized and we filled those up as well. And there was a slightly longer lag time before the fermentation occurred, but they, they popped right off and fermented and exhibited the identical flavor that we were finding in the barrels. And it was great to have them because we used them to, to top off the barrels after fermentation and before we sealed them up. Um, so yeah, we've done the, done the carboy test with each batch that we do. I think that's a pretty good control method. And then we've also worked with some barrels. Like this year, we brought in some freshly dumped wine barrels as well that didn't have the you know oxbow culture in them 
there's experiments. We're trying to control as many of the uh, many of the variables as as we can because it's a, certainly a very big ongoing experimentation project. But uh, yeah, it's it's very exciting. Have you analyzed any of those beers to see what your local microflora are? Uh, no. no. But we do have a scientist that works at this research lab up near the brewery that's found out what we're up to and is very, very curious. And he's going to start taking a look at them. And I'm curious to see what he comes up with. And I don't know how it will inform my decisions or opinions on the beer, but it'd be cool to, cool to see. We love it when people come visit. We've got two tasting rooms up at the brewery out in the woods for the authentic farmhouse brewery deal. And then we're right here in downtown Portland with a big old tasting room and bar and fun guest beers. And and those two tasting rooms are quite different. You've got the one that's out in the middle of the woods. It's unbelievably picturesque, gorgeous. We've only been there once in the winter after a fresh snowfall. And it's just out of a storybook. Christmas lights hanging from what looks like an alpine ski shed, chalet, and uh, very cozy, comfy. Friendly uh, cat. Yeah, we got to meet Rocky and Celeste and also Dizzy. Dizzy the brewery cat. And there's a pond there, which we're told hosts some kind of brewer's hockey tournament. Yep, we, we play hockey on the pond in the winter, and we go swimming in it in the summertime. It's lovely. And you guys also have some, some bees out there collecting some honey from them. We do, yeah. We have a pretty extensive brewery-specific farming operation up there. So we've got bees where we're collecting their honey to brew with, and then we've got a fruit orchard as well, primarily raspberries, strawberries, and cherries. And then uh, we've been raising pigs, which is wonderful because we feed them, our, feed them our spent grains. They get to roam around and eat all kinds of acorns and bugs and great stuff out in the woods. And then it's, uh, they provide us with incredibly delicious pork. <laughs> <laughs> so it's for real a farmhouse brewery. Yeah. Tim, thanks so much for taking the time to talk and drink with us. And be sure to keep sending those Oxbow beers to New York. Yeah, that's that's the plan. We're we're trying to make more make more beers and send more to New York, and uh, you know we we're fortunate enough to sell beer to some pretty cool places, and New York's certainly at the top of that list. So, cheers to you guys and beer drinkers in New York City. Thank you.